everybody to the podcast where we explain people and you get to learn a little more about your fellow human beings. I'm Master Life Coach Kim Giles and I have Sarah Henderson with me today. Sarah, we're going to talk about today one of the most tortured of all the shapes. Hi, Kim. Thanks for having me. Yes, I am very excited about today's show because we are going to talk about diamonds. And right off the bat here, I want to know why diamonds are the most tortured of all the shapes. Why is that? What do you mean? Well, what I, I mean is the noise in their head. Like of all the shapes, diamonds overthink, they overanalyze, they're always worried and stressing over things. And even though we have called them fear of loss dominant, they have a lot of fear of failure too. I told Nicole many times that I think diamonds should be in both categories because they seriously experience both of them a lot. I would still say that a little more fear of loss than fear of failure, but they really have both. And I, I often think, man, it's hard to be a diamond. Absolutely. And you know what? I have a lot of diamonds in my life. I was looking through all the people that I know and that have taken the quiz and I have eight or 10 diamonds in my life. And that is one very common feature of all of them is they're all pretty stressed out. <laughs> They're just worried about everything all the time. And the thing about diamonds, Sarah, is they are the perfectionists. Some of the other shapes can have a little bit of perfectionism, but diamonds, it's the dominating drive in their life that they've got to look perfect. They got to have their house perfect. They got to perform perfectly. And no matter how many times we tell them perfection isn't possible, still in their head, they think that they could get there if they just worked harder. So they're workaholics and they're, yeah, they're just stressed all the time. That's so much pressure. It sounds like they're putting a lot of pressure on themselves. They do. And it's really all coming from them. It's not people pleasing like other people expect that of them. It's totally their own standard. But to start us off, Sarah, let's talk about some famous people who we know are diamonds. Okay. The very first one that came to my mind is Nicole Kidman. And I remember watching her on like one of the Academy Award shows. And I'm thinking this lady does not have a hair out of place. She has this gorgeous dress and the clothes that they pick often clue me into that they're a diamond because they choose very clean lines. They don't wear fringy, roughly busy patterns. They like solids. They like clean lines. They like little pearl earrings, just like very clean in even the way that they dress. And you oh, can see that in Nicole Kidman. Oh, absolutely. Yes, I can see that. And as I'm thinking about the diamonds in my life, that describes them perfectly for sure. So I've, I've got a couple other celebrities that I think might be diamonds. I think it's possible Julia Roberts is and Hathaway. I just watched her new movie, The Hustle, and she plays a diamond in that show. And most of the time with celebrities in movies or TV shows, people are asking me, but is it them or is it the character they're playing that you're profiling? And I think for a lot of them, who they are just comes through. So I really think it is Anne Hathaway's shape. I think she's a, a diamond all the time. Charlize Theron, I think, might be a diamond. I watched an interview with her recently, and just the way she handled herself, it seemed really perfectionist to me, really, really diamond. And Scarlett Johansson is another one that I, I watched some interviews with, and she picked her words carefully, and she was so poised, and that's really kind of the image that we see with a lot of diamonds. 
I just love that you're doing these celebrities. That gives me such insight because sometimes it's really hard to get the feeling of each shape, but we all know these celebrities and we kind of know their lifestyle and how they act. And I almost think even though they are in an, an acting position, I think their true colors do come out and maybe that's why they're picked for some of the roles they do. It's I just so, so, it's insightful. Yeah. Now, a couple questions I always ask people if I think they might be a diamond. I say, tell me what your closed closet looks like. Tell me what your pantry looks like. And if they are a diamond, I promise, I guarantee their closet is going to be perfectly organized by color. They'll have short sleeves and long sleeves and they'll be all in order by color and it has to stay that way or it drives them crazy. And they're the ones with the pantries with all the little matching containers that are all labeled, right? Yes. They are so into being organized. And that organization actually kind of makes them feel safe in the world. Like the world's all okay as long as all my stuff is in order. Yes, I like that. And one thing I notice in common with the diamonds that I'm thinking about is they all, they all had really good grades. They were all like a valedictorian or something like that. Like always working to be kind of earning their value a little bit by oh, yeah, um, do. doing, getting good grades and being the best at some things. Um, perfectionist, like you said. Yeah, I actually get calls a lot from parents who are raising a diamond because on the one hand, they're the perfect child. You do not have to do anything to motivate them to do schoolwork. They already put so much pressure on themselves. And I've got a little diamond. I remember in high school, she got straight A's all through junior high and high school while working two jobs. And she was so stressed about it. I offered to pay her if she would get a B. <laughs> like I paid her to chill a little bit to not that go a great kid and really if you're raising a diamond your job is easy they just will do everything and do it all perfectly you're what they need from you the most is to teach them how to slough school have some fun goof off and, and let it go that's your job as a parent if you're raising a diamond oh that's so fun I have a niece who is a diamond and that that fits her perfectly now, they seriously can have OCD. We actually see a lot of diamonds that I would say are diagnosable with, with OCD. And they're often germaphobic. They're really worried about being sick or getting sick all the time. They wash their hands. Sometimes I can pick them out because their hands are chapped from all the washing. Wow. And one thing we've said here is we've covered a lot of females that are diamonds, but males can be diamonds too, right? I have a couple of males in my life that are diamonds. Oh, I do too. Yeah. I just, you know, I couldn't pick out any celebrities that were male as easy as I could pick out the females, but there are just as many male diamonds. I, I have a good friend and he has to, his yard has to be perfect. He does not ever have one weed in his yard. Mm. And he walks around it every night one more time just to make sure that he hasn't missed anything. And so, yeah, these guys will have the perfect tools set up in their garage and everything will be in its place. It'll be immaculate in the garage. Yeah. My diamond friends that are guys don't want to hug. They want a fist pump. They don't want to, uh, they don't want to share germs. <laughs> a matter of fact, that, that reminds me, if you watch America's Got Talent, I think Howie Mandel might be a diamond. And he's that way. He won't touch anybody. He'll only fist bump. And still, he always looks like clean lines, like just plain colors. You don't see him wear anything fancy. Right. He's just, yes. 
Very true. I like that. So he might be a good one. So let me talk for a second about all the great traits of a diamond. And we talked about how organized they are. They're really hard workers. They're obviously very task driven. Getting things done is just what drives their their mindset all day, every day. They're usually rule keepers. They don't like to get in trouble. So they will really follow the rules and they expect everybody else to do the same thing. They're super smart. They're capable. They can learn and do anything and do it well. Matter of fact, when, when I need to hire an employee, almost at any job, I would love to hire a diamond because you could just count on that they will get it all done and do it fast and it'll be perfect. Right. Because they're on that task line. Getting things done makes them feel amazing. Yes. It does. It's like the, it, their whole world revolves around having all the tasks done. I'll often ask them, can you go to bed and leave dirty dishes in the sink? And they're like, no way. I could never go to sleep if there were dirty dishes. It has to all be clean. The kitchen has to be perfect so I can let it go and go to sleep. They love um, the lines that the vacuum makes. Both of my diamonds that I know that are in my family, they will like vacuum and leave the lines. And if you walk over the lines, they're mad. Like their house is immaculate. Yeah, I've heard (laughs) that too. And the thing is, it's got great qualities, but there's definitely some downsides to it. We hear from families that feel like mom cares more about the lines in the carpet than she does us. Mm. But it's about feeling safe in the world. Mom needs it all to look clean so that she can relax and feel like she's good enough and feel safe in the world. It's really not about her being angry at you guys. It's just about what she needs to feel safe. And things being right. I can see that for sure. What other kind of behavior might we see from an out-of-balance diamond? Okay, so I'm going to give it to you again as slightly out-of-balance and then really out of balance. Okay. Slightly out of balance. They're anxious. They're stressed and worried, right? All of that. They feel like they would be a lazy, bad person if they relaxed at all. (laughs) They have to be busy doing things all the time. They cannot relax. They also, almost all of them have insomnia. They have the hardest time going to sleep because they just worry and worry and think overthink everything. Hmm. Okay. I see some diamonds that are kind of a hypochondriac. So they're always afraid that they've got some illness. They're really <laughs> scared about all these illnesses and that something bad, something bad is happening. And so you have to keep them off the internet because they'll be looking up all their symptoms and diagnosing themselves with terrible diseases because they uh-huh. just worry so much about being sick. Okay. Okay. So we kind of just see that kind of stuff in a little bit out of balance diamond. If they're really, really out of balance, over the top, because they're fearing failure and loss so badly, that stress and anxiety will turn into panic attacks, literally paralyzing worry and fear all the time. The perfectionism will be so over the top, and they can't ever hit it, and they literally could go to the point of having a nervous breakdown. I've seen diamonds have a nervous breakdown. They can also get super controlling. Because again, they just need everything to be the way they need it to be to feel safe. So they're just a control freak. They've got to have their hands on everything. And this can cause a lot of problems in relationships, especially as a parent. Because what your kids are going to hear is that I can't do anything right. Everything I do, she tells me, no, I should have done it different. 
Mm-hmm. And that can start to affect a, a kid's self-esteem. Yes, absolutely. And I think what I see about my diamond friends is I can tell they're out of balance or I can tell that they're grouchy and I'll be like, what's, what's going on? And I'll try to connect with them and they'll be like, nothing, I'm fine. Like they never want to talk about it. And I know that they're suffering or stressed or pressured, but they're like, no, I'm good. No, I'm fine. No, no. Well, they can't, they can't look like they're not perfect. Oh, sure. Right? Okay. So if they told you how bad it was in their own head, that would make them look bad. <laughs> Poor diamonds. It's hard to be a diamond. It really is. But it can also be hard to be in relationship with the diamond. I think I mentioned that one of, one of my daughters is a diamond and there's times I want to strangle that kid because she just tells me everything I do isn't quite right. Mm. And if you're a failure dominant person in a relationship with a diamond, we got to really work on recognizing that their correcting and controlling isn't about us at all. Okay. It's so about them that- trying to feel safe. Okay, so when they want to do it themselves and not let you do anything, that's not because they don't think you're capable. They just kind of have trouble trusting you to do it the right way, the quote-unquote right way, right? Yeah, and it's better for everybody if you just let them do it and so it's perfect the way they want it because if they let you do it and it's not perfect, they're going to be bothered, then you'll be offended, and it'll turn into a problem. So a lot of the time, you just got to let them do it all. So here's another thing I noticed about my diamond friends, me being an octagon, if I all of a sudden on a whim decide I want to go on a hike and I'll be like, Hey, let's go hiking. And I call some of my diamond friends. They're like, Oh, you know what? I got to clean my carpets today. Seriously. You would rather clean your carpets than go hiking or, you know, oh, I'm getting ready for a trip and I got to pack. I was like, that trip is four days away. Come on, let's go hike. They don't want to do anything on a whim with me. They want to keep their plan. I need 72 hours notice for any of my diamond friends if I want to do something fun with them. Oh, that's so accurate. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But now I don't have to take that personally anymore because I was like, why doesn't, why don't they like me? Why doesn't she want to hang out? And then I realized when I started understanding their shape, oh, this isn't about me. She's got to keep her stuff together so she can feel safe. So I plan ahead if I want to do something with them. So true. You've got to give them notice. I've had diamonds who will be really mad if you showed up at their house and you didn't call first. (laughs) Unannounced. They expect you. You're not getting in. Oh, man. Yeah, I can see how that would be a problem. Yeah, they need their schedule for sure. Now, because they're fear of loss dominant, they also, when they're unbalanced, can be critical of other people. And again, it's not personal. It's just they're wanting things to be right but they will point out when you didn't do it right. And so that, that can end up being hard in relationship with them. They'll drive their family crazy with their need to have the house perfect all the time. So they, you got to watch that. If you're a diamond, that's, that's one of the issues with you being out of balance. So let's say uh, what diamonds need to work on the most. Okay. Perfectionism for sure is the top of that list. We gotta recognize perfect isn't possible. No one expects perfect. They've gotta lower their standard to something more realistic or they're gonna be miserable all the time. Okay. The controllingness they need to work on, they need to learn to just let go of some stuff, trust other people, trust the universe, let them do it their way and let it be wrong. 
I mean, that's the biggest thing. They've got to learn to let things be wrong or not done. Okay. And I will have my diamond clients, their homework this week is to leave dirty dishes and a messy kitchen and go to bed and leave it. And I want you to just sit in bed and go, okay, everything's still okay. The world is not coming to an end. It's okay that something is left undone. Yeah. And they've almost got to reclimatize themselves to this lower standard. Right. Well, it's certainly that would uh, let the rest of us the, that aren't diamonds feel a little better about what's going on. I certainly, when I go to my diamond friend's house and there's not a dirty dish in the sink, there's not a crumb on the floor, I definitely feel not enough. I feel like, oh boy, that's not my house. If my diamond friends are coming over, I'm like, I better start cleaning. So it's good advice for them. Get them out of their fear state. Yeah, totally is. Okay, let's talk really quick about um, a diamond in a career. Okay. We've talked about all the other shapes. Um, the thing about diamonds is they could do anything. They literally could do any job and be successful, for sure. They're the best employees to hire. And when you're interviewing people to hire someone and you want to know if you've got a diamond, ask them about their closet and their pantry, that kind of thing you'll know. But they, they are definitely happiest in a place where they have control, where they can make sure that this is done the way they want it to be done right. And that usually means working on their own. They don't like to work in groups because other people mess it up and don't do it good enough. So they, they want some autonomy to do things in their own way. They don't necessarily need a lot of social interaction. We were talking about all our other shapes that we've done, the octagon, the heart, and the circle would be miserable if they had to work alone. For sure. Diamonds love it. Mm, okay. Please give, give me a job and then leave me alone. That's perfect. I will get it done and it'll be perfect, but I don't, I don't want to have to deal with other people. Any job that's got to be done perfectly though. For example, if I was going to get a surgeon, I want my surgeon to be a diamond. Okay. Right? If he's messing with inside my body, I want a perfectionist. For Absolutely. Sure. I okay. like diamonds as engineers. If somebody's going to design this building to be earthquake safe, man, I want a diamond. What did you? Yeah. Paying attention to the details, making sure every calculation is perfect. I's dotted, T's crossed. Yeah, I want a diamond. Yeah, the other really weird place that I run into diamonds all the time is my dentist office. I think all the dental hygienists are diamonds. It's a really? weird, but they're the ones that are so picky about you flossing every day and, you know, taking care of your teeth. And that's one of those things the rest of us kind of aren't that disciplined about. But diamonds, they floss twice a day, and they expect everybody else to do it. <laughs> That's a great interview question for a diamond. How many times a day do you floss? <laughs> right? Sure. Um, I love diamonds as editors. When I turned in my book to be published, I thought, please. Oh, yes. To a diamond. They will not miss one comma that's out of place. So they're wow. really good at jobs like that and jobs where there's deadlines and schedules and maybe reading contracts to make sure we didn't miss any detail. They would be love it. all those types of jobs. So you have um, here, I also see a, a legal secretary or a legal, that makes sense to me, right? 
Yeah, they've got to go through all those documents and make sure there's not a wor single word that's wrong. All the contracts, knowing all the information, how everything's supposed to function. Oh, that is perfect. So let's summarize just a little bit here and talk about where diamonds fall. They fall on the task line. So we covered in our previous episodes the um, people line. And diamonds are still, they still love people, but they also love tasks. And so we've covered today that they all want to really love getting tasks done, getting them done very well very detailed perfectionism, but we haven't really talked about how we get them out of this fear. So how do we, how do we help them? What are we, what can we do for them? I mean, do they know that their value is intrinsic and absolute or is that a big reminder they need? No, they, they need to work on trusting in their value and their journey. They've got to trust that their value isn't tied into the house and what it looks like or the kids grades or anything else. Whoa, wait a minute. Are you sure? <laughs> well, the truth is, all of it is belief, right? You can believe that your value is tied to your house if you want to, or you could believe that it's not. And you ought to pick something that makes your life better. If you're yeah. going to choose a belief, choose a belief that my value is infinite and absolute, and that carpet lines, you know, from the vacuum don't determine my value today. Oh, yes. I love it. I'm so glad. That's certainly great news for a lot of us in all of our worries. We don't have to earn our value. Yeah. And, and even the bigger one for diamonds is trusting God in the universe that they've got things handled. It's not up to you to control everything, to keep everybody safe. I really feel like the universe has that. Really, it doesn't need your help. You can just relax and chill and trust that the universe knows what it's doing. Wow. I'm guessing diamonds aren't good flyers, right? They probably don't like to get on an airplane. It's <laughs> a lot of trust, a lot of control issues there. <laughs> True. They'd probably like it better if they could drive it themselves. They're probably that way with the car also. They would probably rather drive than be a passenger. Oh, wow. That's great. Yes. I'm sure that's true. Okay. So I want to leave everybody with, if you're a diamond, I've got a message for you. If you're a diamond, you've, you are incredible, and your magic does lie in your work ethic, how hard you work, and your ability to do everything well. The problem is that you attach your value to those things, and that means that the pressure to do everything is just crushing. So the number one thing you've got to do is separate your intrinsic value from your tasks. Do not let them be tied together. And then you've really got to work on trusting the universe and not and letting go of your need to control and relax. Those two things are going to be life-changing for a diamond. But it's going to take some work because your subconscious programming is really dug in to those old beliefs that it's all on you. Wow, that is, that is great advice for a diamond. What about if you are a parent of a diamond? Okay, so if you are a parent or you work with a diamond or you live with the diamond, you've really, your number one job is to help take the pressure off of them as much as possible, as much as they'll let you and teach them to let things go and have fun and goof off and that they can turn in something that's not perfect and that it's, they're still okay. The world does not implode if things aren't perfect. And we've just got to keep reminding them of that all the time. 
like I said, uh, if your kids have a homework assignment, teach them what's good enough. What's good enough? Could we turn in good enough and that's okay? And that's so weird because with everybody else, we want them to work to make it as good as they can, right? Yeah, that sounds that backwards. Do the opposite. Mm-hmm. But with a diamond, we can tell them, it's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. This is good. And it's probably amazing just as it is. Yeah, it's a better learning experience for them to get a bad grade and sit with that and know that they're still okay. Whoa. Okay. Okay, and we want a diamond to start figuring that out young, as young as possible, because then it's just going to be better for them as they grow. It won't be as ingrained that everything has to be perfect. Matter of fact, I'll give you one other example. One of my little guys in kindergarten or first grade, he was really young, he came home from school and told me, Mom, I'm failing math. I'm literally failing math. And I was concerned, so I reached out to the teacher and the teacher said, okay, your kid got one problem wrong. <laughs> one problem wrong. And in his mind, he's failing math. Because wow. he expects perfect. And so that was a big wake-up call for me that I've got to start teaching him that mistakes are okay. That it's okay not to be perfect. We've got to start teaching them that as young as possible. So if you're the parent and you are a diamond, then when your kid comes home and they've missed one, your reaction might be, well, what happened? You missed one. It's not perfect. Yeah. And really maybe. Yeah. If you're the diamond and where you can say, okay, you know, wow, you did amazing. You get all, you got all of these right. You know? So just knowing again, we're back to like knowing your shape, how that can really impact your behavior. And I just love that about this program. And let's talk about marriage for a minute while we're on that, because it can really be rough being married to a diamond in that you might feel like you are the last thing on their list. Because mm. all of those tasks, they're so stressed about having all those tasks done. And until they're done, they've got nothing to give you. Wow. Yes, that, that pretty much sums up the diamonds that I know in their, in their marriages and relationships. Their partner feels very neglected, I would say. Yeah. Yes. So if, if you are a diamond in a relationship, you've got to really watch to make sure that people feel like they're a priority and that you care about them. And if you're married to a diamond who is that way and you feel like you're the bottom of the list... Understand, first of all, it's not about you. It's not about you. It's not that you're not loved or appreciated or that they want to spend time with you because they probably do. It's just the way they're wired. Those tasks feel like their value is wrapped in them. And if they don't get them done, then they're an utter failure. So, so an opportunity to validate maybe? To validate and maybe help if they'll let you. Say, is there any tasks that I can help you do tonight that would kind of help the stress level go down so that we could actually connect. Oh, spend some time together. I love that. That's yeah, great advice. Yeah, they literally can't do it until the tasks are done. Wow. Okay. Well, Kim, we have given some really insightful things today about diamonds and we've given some great tools and some great advice. If you think you might be a diamond or you're not sure, you can always go and take the quiz and learn more at 12shapes.com. 
get the app, take the quiz, watch the videos about whatever shape you are. And then once you're in and you're logged in, there's lots of other information on there where you can learn about other shapes and how your shape can interact with them. It's just a really a great place. Awesome. Thanks, Sarah. This has been a fun one. I hope everybody, uh, everybody knows a diamond somewhere. Yeah. And you're going to walk home today. You're going to walk around today and think, oh yeah, (laughs) I do know a diamond. So we want to thank everybody for listening today and that hope you'll join us again next week. What are we going to talk about next? What's our next shape, Kim? Arrows. We're going to do arrows. Finally, we get to talk (laughs) about arrows and Kim is an arrow. So that will be a great show. So join us again next week for some more of Explaining People.